In almost every case, we are not the only ones providing one particular type of service. We have competitors, sometimes many of them, but we try to provide a better version of our service than our competitors so we can advertise that our service is best or our service is number one or our service was ranked the best in our city or our state or county or whatever or whatever else we want to claim. But is it really? Is our service really the best? Service can mean a few other things too. Can we agree? Welcome to the Mind Wrench Podcast with your host, Rick Sellover, where minor adjustments produce major improvements in mindset, personal growth, and success. This is the place to be every Monday, where we make small improvements and take positive actions in our business and personal lives that will make a major impact in our success, next level growth, and quality of life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Wrench Podcast. This weekly show is the personal and professional development podcast designed primarily for those serving the automotive repair industry, where we share simple yet effective strategies with personal and practical insights on mindset, self-improvement, and leadership that anyone can use for a more successful shop and a next-level life. I'm your host, Rick Silover. Thanks so much for tuning in and spending a few minutes with me today. I truly hope you find something of value here. If you haven't done so already, and you really like what I'm sharing here, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And make sure you share this podcast with others, because when you share the show, the show grows, and I get to help more people. And that's why I do this podcast. Just coming off an unusually hot and sunny Memorial Day weekend here in Michigan, I'm reminded of the fact that many of us in the United States get so caught up in the excitement of a three-day break from the grind that we seem to miss the real meaning of what Memorial Day is all about. A day of remembrance and gratitude for the ultimate sacrifices many men and women in our armed forces made, and many continue to make every single day, to protect and ensure all Americans have the freedoms that we enjoy, including hauling our boats, campers, and RVs up north for some R&R with our family and friends. Camping, cookouts, water sports, and all the wonderful activities that the official start of summer brings. This week, as these thoughts rolled around in my head, I thought it'd be a great time to reshare an episode from last year that really emphasizes what service means from two different perspectives. So join me as we roll the clock back to early June 2022. Hopefully, if I've done a decent job of targeting my audience, you, my favorite kind of people, most of you listening are either directly or indirectly involved in the service business. You may own, manage, or oversee a collision or auto repair shop. Maybe you're an employee at one. Maybe you have a different business altogether, not related to auto repair, but like the fact that I try to make my messages or lessons in this show relevant to all small business owners. At least that's my goal. One common thread between all of us is pure and simple. It's service. We provide a needed service to our current and future customers. We exchange our time, labor, skills, and expertise to provide some form of service to our customers for compensation, whether it's fixed or a variable price. We repair, sell, or provide something to others for money. Pretty basic, right? In almost every case, we are not the only ones providing one particular type of service. We have competitors, sometimes many of them. But we try to provide a better version of our service than our competitors, so we can advertise that our service is best, or our service is number one 
or our service was ranked the best in our city or our state or county or whatever, or whatever else we want to claim. But is it really? Is our service really the best? I'll come back to this a little later. Service can mean a few other things too, can we agree? For instance, maybe we recently had a booth company come in to service our booths. Or we have a schedule to have service done on our air compressors. Or maybe our heating and air conditioning system. So none of these fail on us and put us in a pinch. Service can mean a scheduled maintenance interval to keep critical systems from breaking down or failing. Just like having our vehicle in for the 36,000 mile service. So anything starting to show signs of wear can be addressed and keeps us running smooth, right? There's still yet another definition of service I haven't even gotten to yet. But I will get to that in a few minutes. But I wanted to share a story first. As most of you already know, I've spent the last 30-some years in the distribution side of this business. From starting out as an eager young painter, turned jobber salesman, just trying to figure out how to best serve my customers, to running successful teams of sales professionals and technical reps, and dealing with just about every scenario imaginable along the way. I've cultivated and fine-tuned a rewarding career in helping others in our industry. Discovering what people want, getting them what they need, meeting and exceeding their expectations was my ticket to not only making a great living, but making some wonderful friends and building some lifelong relationships along the way. I felt what I was providing was first-in-class service. To the best of my knowledge, that is what I was providing on a consistent basis. I've always taken great pride in that accomplishment and continue to strive for that each and every day. What I didn't know then was there was still another level of service I haven't even touched yet. As I record this episode, I'm just coming off an unusually beautiful Memorial Day weekend in Michigan, with summertime weather, cookouts, time with family, and just enjoying a life of freedom provided to all Americans, courtesy of the service of the men and women of our armed forces. The countless others that have given their lives in the past to defend our freedoms, the veterans that have survived the battles, and those serving right now to maintain that status on a daily basis. Although I've never spent any time in the military, I've always had the highest respect for those that have or still do. I believe the bravest thing an American can do is to enlist and serve their country. It was a little over nine years ago that, just by sheer accident, I learned a most valuable lesson about what service really means. And it's a lesson that has changed the trajectory of my life changed my way of thinking about what was purpose in my life. Back in 2013, I finally did get an opportunity to serve, to a slight degree, those that have served all of us. What started as a simple ask from a friend in the industry for donating some paint and supplies to a project that some veterans were working on turned into much more. One of the most rewarding and humbling experiences of my life. I'm still not completely sure how this individual got involved in this, but a connection of mine got involved in a restoration project for a local military museum. Yankee Air Museum in Ypsilanti, Michigan, was refurbing a McDonnell Douglas F-4 Phantom Jet that flew many missions during the Vietnam War to be in a static display that they were building honoring the Vietnam War vets and asked if I could assist. Well, what started as me donating some stuff and getting one of my paint manufacturer partners to help secure and donate some military spec coatings Escalated quickly into me being the painter of this four-color flat camo paint scheme. Have you ever looked in the mirror and said to yourself, how come I'm not further along than this? Or why can't I ever seem to get ahead? Are you frustrated with life, unsure of your future, wanting to make a change in your current situation, but too scared to make that next move? Maybe you want to reach that next level in life. 
or in your business, but not sure what the right move is. Or maybe you feel the best thing to do is nothing at all. Many of you may not know, but along with hosting my own weekly podcast, I'm a personal development, mindset, business, and life coach, where I focus on helping people with self-development, mindset, and how to make positive changes in their lives. And trust me, with all the negativity we've had to deal with these past two years, I think we all need some positivity. Positive change and a fresh approach to our life or our business in 2022. Sometimes talking to the right person can make all the difference. If you really want to start making those changes in your life, take action right now. Reach out and email, text, call, or direct message me as soon as possible. Do it right now. I'll set you up with a free consultation call and pre-qualify you for either the one-on-one or business coaching that you really need to get your life or your business on the right track to success. Appointments are available right now. I realized when I drove down to the museum to drop off that first load of supplies, and I talked to this young man named Matt Cork, who's directly supervising a group of volunteers. Apparently, they had nobody with any real spraying experience to do the actual painting. Matt had asked me if I could find a few painters in my network that may be interested in helping out on this project, you know, just pulling the trigger on some or all of the colors. But as I started checking in with a few people, I thought would jump at the chance to be part of this. Well, obviously, my selling skills were failing miserably. Nobody would commit. It became increasingly obvious to me that I may end up having to step up and offer my services, which ultimately, and somewhat reluctantly, I did. During the initial prep work on this old jet, I checked in a few times there to advise on proper prepping procedures, monitor the progress, and bring down some more supplies. But each time I couldn't help notice how excited the young students and the older veterans were about working on this beast. It seems the more excitement they had, the more excited I was getting about being able to put the color on this plane. That was so big, it needed to be painted outside of the hangar. I was actually really looking forward to it. Well, after about six weeks of weekends climbing all over and under the 63-foot-long jet with a 38-foot wingspan and help from dozens of volunteers, including many older veterans, we finally got everything painted, reassembled, and we even had a custom pinstripe artist fly in from out of state to do some final hand-paint artwork. Finally, it was completed, and so was the static display area for the Vietnam-era tribute, including a Huey helicopter and it was placed on display in the Yankee Air Museum. Now, something you should probably know, an interesting fact about this museum, is that it sits at the foot of what was known in the 1940s as the Will Run Bomber Plant. At the prompting back then of President Roosevelt, FDR, making a call to arm and support the Allied powers, Ford Motor Company turned a few thousand acres into a manufacturing plant for fighter planes, and they had an assembly line that ultimately produced one B-24 bomber every hour, just like they did with the automobile. Detroit was coined the arsenal of democracy for its efforts in shifting auto production to war machine production. Although the plant has been repurposed and then idled for many years, in Detroit it still carries that rich history and celebrates every summer with a huge air show, which I attend every year that I can. But the part that really hit home for me What really made me feel great about my contributions in helping out in this project, what really awakened me to what being of service actually meant, was ultimately I was invited to the Black Tie Gala event that they held for the reveal. And having several retired veterans, including a brigadier general, shake my hand with tears in their eyes and thank me for helping, for serving them, 
Wow, that was an experience I'll never forget. So I'll circle back to earlier when I asked if our service was really the best it could be. Better than our competitors? Is that what really counts? Are CSI scores even realistic or reliable? The way I see it, and mind you, this is just one man's opinion, having great service should just be the table stakes providing a service business, not a bonus, right? I mean, nothing less should be acceptable. Don't you just naturally expect great service when you spend your money? You bet you do. From a consumer standpoint, great service is expected wherever they are spending their money. If you want to separate your business from the rest of the herd, stand out the crowd, be a red hat in a sea of black hats, be the business that makes a positive impact and a lasting good impression. Try instead to be of service to your customers and your community, doing things that impact others directly, that make a difference, not a dollar. There's an old saying, they may forget what you said, they may forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. There are many ways to accomplish this, and you're only limited by your imagination. They can be small, simple gestures, such as really taking time to listen to your customers, ask them some questions about themselves, their family, their work, and then, here's the key part, actually listen to them. Or it can be a bigger event, finding a community need, like organizing a cleanup at a local park or repainting some playground equipment for a rec center or elementary school, and having your shop take a Saturday to chip in and get it done. Maybe you have a young single mom or dad or older citizen struggling, trying to coordinate drop-off or pick-up of their vehicle for repairs and offer to pick them up from their home, return their vehicle back to their office, no charge. I mean, just stuff like that. There's literally dozens of ways you can be of service to them. I'm slightly embarrassed. I didn't learn this little nugget till I was over 50. I know many have picked up on it at a much younger age, but I'm so grateful that I didn't let my hesitation to commit when first asked override my gut feeling that I should be helping out, as it provided such a life-changing, perspective-shifting experience that really realigned my life and my way of thinking about giving back, paying it forward, and taking every opportunity to be of service when possible. In fact, you would not be listening to the sound of my voice on this podcast right now, for free, if life had not put that opportunity to serve right in my path. I truly believe that life happens for us and not to us. Please don't forget to take every opportunity to thank a veteran for their service. They certainly deserve it. If you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate it, share it, and leave a review. When you share this podcast with others, that's how we grow. And when the show grows, I can serve more people with my messages. I appreciate you, and I hope you have an awesome and productive week. I can always be reached at www com, where you can find all my social media links, podcast episodes, blog posts, and much more. Yeah.